Secret Friends Unite! Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 447. This is your guide to the geek side, and I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, whose team has finally beat another team. We wow. beat the Bears. Yay! The the really are, are, and are the Bears terrible this year? Is that oh the Bears? Bears they're both they're well they're both one and four and it was like who can win two games? And one and four. Oh, where yes. are the Lions at right now? You know I oh, don't. The keep Lions up. are in first place. They're one of the best. Stop teams it! No, I knew they had some early, I knew they had some early victories, but uh, yeah, I, 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 is this is this like you know is this coming of the apocalypse? What's next? The Jets. Aren't the Jets always really bad? That uh, was, that's Browns. always yeah. That's well, always the Jets line. did win a Super Bowl, uh, and and our guest Chris can probably speak to the fact that his two teams, uh, it's the Giants that have been the most successful team from the New York area. So uh, <laughs> not uh, this year, but yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, this is uh, well, way more way more sports talk than I'm privy to. But <laughs> exactly, I, but yes. I was I was just thrilled to hear something good about the Lions. Yes, yes. Uh, so also joined by Charlie Carden. You've heard his voice. You have heard you've heard it, you've learned to fear it, and you love it. Yes. And also joined by a guest who's this is your third time on SFU, Chris, I believe. Mr. Chris I think John. So. I uh, think Mr. So. Chris from One Hour One Decision, a show where they sometimes win and sometimes lose based on the game that's decided <laughs> for them. Oh boy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, thank you guys for having me on oh, again. I'm choice. excited to talk. My yeah, goodness, so, oh, awesome! Chris, the last time we had you on was for Flash, the review that we both we all kind of enjoyed. <laughs> Cinema's so, greatest disaster. <laughs> maybe we curse that. I don't know, but we're, we brought you back for another movie for week two of October or uh, week three. Is this week three? Week three. Oh my goodness! Yeah, well, oh. it, yeah, because I think we we came out. Yeah, because it's a five week month or some such. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah we came out uh, just like that. But yeah, no, I'm I am fired up. Uh, but let me let me uh, grab the mic as they say in rap parlances and talk a little bit about the fact that we are in day 105 of the SAG AFTRA actor strike. They've had some serious reverses dealt to them lately. It was not a good week last week, and I don't think that's one of the stories we're touching upon, but uh, what I gave you the headline is that things really did fall apart. So, very sad uh, news. Um, well, we're very glad that the, the WGA strike did come to end. These actor folks are still fighting for their livelihood um, to be able to get kind of paid what they need to make ends meet. Uh, as we always say, of course, we stand with them in solidarity, um, but please Please do visit entertainmentcommunity.org uh, and donate if you are able to help out. Yes. Um, that would be amazing. Yes. And uh, the people that help us out are our Patreons, our Patreon Secret Friends squad. Oh, my goodness. Uh, if you're interested in becoming a patron, just checking out. We've got we've got a one week trial. Check out there. You can get everything Easy. we do under the sun. Uh, but the people that are always smart to do so are our friends with benefits. Corey and HD, John Sedorf. Phoenix Sisters Cosplay and Brendan Myers and our BFFs, Sean, Stella and Henry Nias and Andy Milliken. And a shout out to Chris. Chris, you are also a member of our Patreon. So thank you so much. Gotcha. Yeah, I love what you guys do. Have you been sampling any of the shows? Do you have a favorite? Please, please say my show. Please say my show. <laughs> All the shows are great. Oh, All there you go. Oh, 
You know how to keep a spouse happy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> or children. I guess. Yes. My, uh, my, uh, the Facts Geek Life Show, uh, I'm coming up to having the first one that Todd's going to be on. We're going to be talking about the uh, 1990 sci fi show Sliders. We're recording that next week. <laughs> um, so you'll be seeing that probably in November. So yeah, it's a fun show. We take a classic series and a season. We choose three or four episodes and we just break it down. We just have, we have a good time. We've done, we've done a lot of great ones. We're doing Battlestar Galactica right now. I'm doing that with my pal Pete. We've done Batman 66 with my buddy John Snedeker. So we just we have fun. It's a good time. And we will have a we just had a new spinner rack on Friday. Another spooky show, American Vampire, a spooky comic, American Vampire. Uh, we both enjoyed that one. So re- check it out to learn more about that. But uh, we got some work to do. And, and Chris, you're along for the ride for our homework, which is to give one of our Patreons a superpower. This week, it's Mr. John Sedorf. So, um, Chris, just the rules are anything you want it to be can be a good, bad or indifferent type of superpower. So with that, uh, I will start to give you both some time. So John Sedorf, um, I think I've determined who this person is. So I've I've determined that this person's superpower will be they will always get first pick in their fantasy football draft. Now, that could be a curse or a blessing, but that's what you get. You're always number one pick for your fantasy football draft. Hopefully you enjoy that. And hopefully and if you pick wrong, don't blame me. Well, that's an easy follow-up. He was getting the first pick in the football draft. I say he also gets last pick at kickball. I mean, that's definitely a curse. But why not? Last picked or last kick? Last kick, that's better. Then that's a blessing. Last pick, not so much. Last picked, yeah, probably not. Because then you get the pity like, we'll take John Sedorf. Oh, poor John. Oh, sorry, John. <laughs> Less kick, so he's got to be the cleanup guy. He's got to be the yeah. one. The pressure's on him to perform now. So right. he's got that, Charlie. So you've kind of cursed him there. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, it sounds like he's not doing so good. Maybe Chris can take this one home and, and be the savior. Oh, man. Uh, superpower for John Sedorf. Um, the power to just uh, make everyone happy. Oh God! Come on, get happy. He's got There's like no a you there either, like Star Fox from the Eternals. Ooh. Yeah, yeah hey, well, not, not sexy. Well, <laughs> PG, PG. Yeah, wow. that's that's uh, you're referring to. We watched Rocky Horror not that long ago, so that's uh, Brad. You're like Brad. I feel sexy. I don't think so. You make it, he makes everyone smile. That's a good. That's yeah. good, that's. Uh, I like that. Yeah. That, isn't that already what we do? Well, tell tell. I'll tell you what's making me smile. And again, thank you, Patreons. Uh, do visit patreoncom secret Fence Unite for that one week trial. But uh, segueing over to April of 1982. Now, Todd, I'll be honest with you. I always thought that this was fake <laughs> because you see so many of them. <laughs> team ups, the fake team up that comics, are fake yeah. team ups. But this is uh this is a DC Comics Presents issue number 47. 47 again is the classic uh Star Trek buzz number, and it's also the name of my podcast, my Star Trek podcast, Code 47, and my license plate if you ever see me driving around Michigan. Um, but yes, uh this is issue 47 of DC Comics Presents with Superman and the Masters of the Universe. Now, Skeletor from the Masters of the Universe in recent years uh has become the victim of several very distasteful Facebook groups, which I adore. Of disgusting oh, the Skeletor, memes. Yes. Yeah, evil Skeletor, Skeletor memes. 
Yeah, yep. and yeah, him and Evil Lynn and all the gang just doing unspeakably disgusting things that we're not going to talk about here. But anyway, we've got Skeletor background. He's standing in front of Castle Grayskull to the side. I love it how Castle Grayskull now has um, air defense. Um, oh, it's always had those. <laughs> it's always had those guns on top. It had point dread. Oh, but again, it, it just kind of seems weird to me because there's not really other guns yet. There is, a, you know, there's anti aircraft. So that's but but was there? There is an aircraft because didn't one of the guys have like air raider? Was yeah, that you have the, the sky swifts. You've got different things. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird mix of like technology and magic. Yeah, exactly. All right. Weird. So anyway, Skeletor. Oh no, Superman is having a thought bubble because Skeletor is controlling him with the sword. As long as Skeletor magically controls me i must attack he-man and that means i could die really bro i mean oh maybe he's on a planet with the what is it yellow sun because he gets the red sun the yellow sun so is he well powered yeah i don't get it anyway well, from eternia super- with death terrible yeah, so, so, what are superman's weaknesses is magic so he-man is a magical character oh got it that he's susceptible uh-huh. to that and um a fun fact about this comic book it is essentially like marvel team up where it's superman teams up with someone every oh issue. very good okay this is Love uh marvel team this up. is yeah, he-man's marvel two, first marvel two one. comic appearance ever and this is right uh, before the show launched, but it but it basically oh. launched when the toy line did. So this was like all advertising. Oh. But the fact that it was with a DC comic, which didn't have any ties to um, right. uh, DC at the time, was really interesting. Um, as yeah, it's well. bizarre. So, you, you don't really see how it could take off because you know I'm some kid in the comic store looking at the spinner rack or whatever. And I like Superman, but I'm like, oh man, I get you know DC Comics presents everyone Superman and what? What is this? Yeah, it'd be very bizarre. Um, yeah, because yeah, even Castle Grayskull looks kind of not quite right. Um, you know, it's just like it's a little too wide. You know, the mouse half hanging open. It's weird. It's so. more like the toy, I mean, mm. than anything. Uh, the yeah. toy. My great white buffalo. You've heard my story. I'm not telling it again. I, um, I, own, I own Castle Grayskull. Now, Chris, you're, like I said, you, you and I were talking before I asked your age, so you don't have to divulge that, but you're a little bit, you're, 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 you're kind of out of our generation. You're right. the next generation, which we couldn't determine if it's Gen Y, but was He-Man in your wheelhouse at all? Yeah, definitely. I was, yes. uh, I grew up with that for sure. And, um, Seeing and 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 saw the Kevin Smith thing that happened. Yeah, that was, revelations, uh, great, know, great revelations. show. Yeah, and um, I, I know that was kind of controversial at some points, but anyway. So yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the toys and Skeletor and calling everyone a boob. You know, that's all great. <laughs> <laughs> so Evelyn, I thought her name was Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, if you've got a chance, check out Unemployed Skeletor. It's a great <laughs> like uh, video series as well. He's hilarious as too. Uh, kind of a, a guy who needs to probably get in shape wearing the Skeletor costume, so he's kind of got a belly, which is weird if you're a skeleton and you've got a gut. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> How does it come from? Oh, my God. Well, one person who definitely keeps it lean, keeps it real, uh, even at this age, that, uh, that would be 123 years young. Talking about Madam Webb, our senior news correspondent down at the corner of Hollywood and Vine, ready to give us the latest scoops from New York Comic Con. So let's do it. Now it's time for Madam Webb's rumors and news. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Webb. Oh my goodness, Madam Webb. I know you're so excited. We're in spooky season. You're picking out your costumes. Uh, you unfortunately are at a size negative one. Oh, so at no. that time, it puts you essentially in like 
the preteen the preteen section, which is not good for you uh, because you're kind of lanky too. So you're going to kind of look like a weirdo <laughs> where you got like the high waters and the short, and, and it's just not going to be looking good when you're showing up as um, as um, let's see, who could she be this year? Have you heard of what she's going to be this year, Charlie? Olive oil, I think, sounds like a natural fit for that. That, that would be a good yeah. fit, yeah. but I think she's trying to be Jessica Rabbit, which is just a, oh, uh-uh. a I, yeah. I think I don't think that we'll have the proportions going to fill that deal out. <laughs> All right. Well, as I mentioned uh, back in segment one, uh, this is the week of New York Comic Con, so we've got a lot of that Comic Con news. But first up, this came from a little earlier in the week. Uh, report: My Marvel finally realized why its TV shows aren't working. Uh, report. Uh, cause they're terrible, but I bet this goes into a little bit more depth. So Todd, why don't you, why don't you break it down for us? Thanks for that unbiased opinion. No, um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, Kevin Feige apparently saw several episodes of the new daredevil show, which is, was approved for, or, or I guess, uh, uh, greenlit for two seasons. And they were oh, going to be okay. like really wow. long seasons too, like, like 18 episodes each season, which oh, is wow. certainly yeah, weird. Yeah, that's right. It's, um, well, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's breaking the model. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he said it apparently just didn't work. And um, Kevin Feige has primarily been involved in um, the movies. And then they have brought out TV. Um, And the only thing they had really in a regular TV series that was MCU tied was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, What Marvel has done differently with the Disney Plus shows is they have not basically modeled what other TV shows do, which is a showrunner who makes a Bible, who then creates basically all the synopsis of all the characters and where they're going and then brings writers in to flesh that out. Um, essentially, they've taken the approach of make it more movie-like, where it's one long thing, and then we'll fix it and post anything that doesn't work. Agent, uh, apparently, Secret Invasion was a huge disaster in that area because there was strife on set, they apparently went one direction. It wasn't working, had to scrap everything, start over again. COVID didn't help. And it was almost like a $250 million TV series. Oh and God. it didn't look worth $250 million and no didn't way. perform worth $250 million right. for Disney+. Plus. So because of that, Kevin <clears throat> Feige said he's basically scrapping it and they're rebooting the series. They fired two writers already, and they're going to come back with a, basically a showrunner and go forward. Um, wow. I, I have to jump in here just back on Secret Invasion. I do love this line. The show, which was deeply boring and fairly <laughs> uninspired aside from occasional standout performances from uh, Bendo Mendo, Sam Jackson, and Olivia Coleman. D- deeply boring. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't want that written on my tombstone. Oh, Charles Carden. Deeply boring. <laughs> that's, on your, that's on your DVD cover right there. Deeply oh, boring, boy. said the uh, Winona Press. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> it's it's And it's interesting because they say TV is a writer-driven medium, and that's absolutely true. Marvel right. is a medium. And I love this quote. Another insider stated, Marvel is a Marvel-driven medium, which makes no sense <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That'll 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 that, that'll fix it up real good. That'll fix yeah. your, your little red wagon. <laughs> Simply throwing money at a production is no guarantee it'll be any Here, good money, at all. Money, money, money. <laughs> yeah. And then when people were hearing about the Daredevil show going back to scratch, Vincent D'Onofrio even kind of like addressed and he said, you know, any show that's worth uh, doing right is worth doing the right way. Might Twice. Be, you know, <laughs> so he was at least, uh, yeah. you know, and he's like, I'll probably get paid more because I got to get brought back so wow. good for him you know what? He, um, he's an optimist i'm i'm impressed <laughs> yeah but a lot of people are going back they say oh why don't they just make season four of the netflix series and i'm like mm. well 
Do you think bringing back a show that's been gone for six years, that was probably a more niche show because it was more R-rated, right. uh, coming back yeah. six to eight years later is going to bring in a lot of eyes? No, no one wants to come in in season uh, four of something. Um, well, I mean, the other three seasons are there, but that doesn't mean people are going to go watch them because, again, it's it's no jumping on point to say, and we're continuing the six-year-old series because, you know, be like, oh, good, come join our show with homework. But, of course, all, all Marvel is homework, isn't it? Well, oh, and it ended, on a, it ended on a dour note with Defenders, didn't deliver. Um, you got, yeah, uh, yeah. you didn't get a second, you didn't get Luke more seasons of Luke Cage. So I would say overall, and it never felt truly linked to the MCU anyways, because they largely played in their own space. And and we've already been reintroduced to Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin as a more powered character, a little different. We got reintroduced yeah. to Daredevil as more of a lighter character with different abilities. Right. So I think they've already set what they want the tone for future Daredevil series to be. And I think that's yeah. probably why this wasn't working. Um, so I guess we'll see where this goes, but I think this is kind of the, the thought process is, it's not working. People are kind of okay with missing Marvel things now. And yeah. no one is raving that people should be watching things. I think the last thing people well, said people should watch was um, Werewolf at Night. Game of Thrones? Werewolf oh, yeah, there you go. oh, yeah, that was Marvel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marvel release, Charlie. Hey, yeah, okay, I was just thinking of some, just pluck something out of thin air. <laughs> no, like, um, that was the last Marvel Marvel thing that I think people were like, yeah, oh, yeah, that, you that there, really yeah, there was Yeah, there was a big buzz, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the, the beauty of the, uh, the actor strike is that everybody's getting a break from everything, <laughs> no matter what. Exactly, you know, exactly. Yeah, like, time I, to yeah. uh, figure things out. Um, it's, yeah, Chris, it's something, I, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I mean, Chris, is any of the surprising? Are you keeping up with all the Marvel stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll see the I'll see the articles here and there. Uh, I did hear about the Daredevil thing. I'm glad that they're taking a little bit of a step back and being like, look, these shows were not working and we need to reevaluate. And, you know, I get that they want to maybe maybe have some sort of creative freedom here and there. But if they want this kind of shared universe and stuff like that. They've got to really map things out, almost like a Game of Thrones ish in a way, like where where these storylines all kind of go to, right? I, I, yeah, I, I got to bring it back over there, Charlie, because but, 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 back around, yeah, and it's, and they really, I don't know, I, I feel like they really need like a a Hickman or someone like just to kind of help them, like guide them, like kind of like how um, Filoni does it with Star Wars, right? Like he's yeah, there to, to be the fixer. To be the fixer, mm -hmm. and they, they need like that. They need that that one person to be the fixer for Marvel here, right? And, and a, 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 a fixer up front, not in post, as we've learned. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. To fix it in pre. That's that, yeah. why don't they just fix it before it's broke? Exactly. Uh, we've solved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quick question though, right. Kevin Feige's been doing this now since what 2008 was uh, Iron Man. Yeah, Do you yeah. Think he ever thought he'd still be doing this, like. <laughs> 15 hey. years later i'm guessing he never did so he's like i only made it through like year eight after that everything was kind of like yeah i, nah, I mean it's I'm one in itself Everybody's my spaghetti well. is not sticking to the wall anymore no no yeah yeah they needed uh inhumans and eternals to kind of to kind of fix their little red wagon as it goes holy shit yeah yeah so we'll, we'll see how this goes um i, I you know there's not much we know that there's a, there's going to be less Marvel coming out. The one thing I'm probably most excited about is X-Men 97, which mm, yeah, I yeah. think we were supposed to get that soon. So beyond that, the rest of the stuff is like, eh, it'll be okay. Yeah. But, yeah. 
it's, it's okay. It'll be okay. All right. Well, moving right along here, you stole this one uh, from me because I, I shared this yesterday. Um, but I didn't see the Transformers movie, but I did see the the stinger at the end with uh, actors. At, uh, what is that actor's name? His last name is Kelly. Michael Kelly uh, was a government dude talking to whoever one of the characters was. And blah, blah, blah. We might need you for the future. Here's a business card that says G.I. Joe on the back. And I'm like, wee. Well, I'm a huge G.I. Joe guy obviously and so now you have and todd this was actually a follow-up to uh gi joe casting um so quick right and again these these are ridiculous because it's just a, some screen rant dude and none of these will uh will ever see it's the like it's day. charlie it's like feeling. we're going back to wizards comics or wizards magazine oh, yeah. said, who would be a yeah. good like who would be in these movies? And I love the last one that I shared was like, who would be a good, good in alpha flight. And they had like Sasquatch. It would be the Wampa from Star Wars. I'm like, what? You you'll never be able to, you'll never be able to afford him. So let me knock through this pretty quick here. Uh, and first of all, Chris, uh, your any affinity with GI Joe on your side? Uh, I, I mean, I've, I've watched the show. I, w- I won't say I'm like a, a fan, like super fan or anything like that, but I appreciate what it was, you know. Um, but I, I did watch that, that most recent, uh, Transformers and I was surprised at how they tied it in with the whole GI Joe stuff. So I was like, oh, wow. That's I mean, yeah, cool. they're, they're doing that with the comics now, uh, over at Skybound Image. It's the Energon universe. I'll uh, be talking the, about that, yeah. uh, in the Geek Easy. Uh, Oh, nice. good. Did you read the Did you read the Void Rivals? That was the kickoff to it. I had a I am I spoilers. I'm caught up, and I've read Transformers <laughs> number one. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, let me blast. Let me blast through this real quick. Uh, and again, these characters may not mean much to anybody else. Uh, Australian actor Guy Pierce as Major Blood, who is also Australian. Uh, I like this, and I like this next one because we just wrapped up watching both it films. Bill Skarsgård as Zartan, the shapeshifter. Uh, yeah. Penny, it, he's Pennywise adjacent. Uh, I like this. Wal- Wally Goggs as Doctor Mindbender, who was a crazy dude who wore like Zardoz's outfit and I, had a purple cape and a said, "Give him a monocle and a bad mustache." <laughs> Oh, and now they're getting into some ridiculous shit. Yeah. David David Tennant is Destro. I mean, you don't get to see that pretty face if he's wearing that, but he I would can, have the big, I can wear I, a mask. I, I can play great. a droid. He's great, he's yeah. great though. I guess, yeah. Uh, I, can, Amelia, I like a paycheck. <laughs> you think so? Amelia Clark is the Baroness. I love Amelia Clark. She doesn't really, really? jump out just, Baroness. Just no me. CGI around I don't know. her, please. No CGI around her. Yeah, d- don't CGI up her her body, but yeah, the Baron. I don't know. Uh, I don't know this actor. Yeah, Young Jai Soon is Storm Shadow. Okay, um, yeah. and then Oscar Isaac is Cobra Commander. How awesome would that be? Ooh, uh, last time you know, he played a character ultimate. that was. Remember when he played Apocalypse? Oh, in, uh, yeah, that's the thing. That's <laughs> why. Do you want him playing oh, yeah. a good, uh, like a over the top villain? It did not work the last time he tried. Yeah, who would be a good over the top? Like I could see maybe Joaquin Phoenix, like if he really wanted to go crazy kind of thing. Eh, Jared Leto, I guess if you really yeah. want to get like the, I think I you know, get the but. Dean from Community to play Cobra Commander. <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, let me, let me also. I, f- I followed a link here super quick uh, to their their top GI Joe picks. Uh, Alan Richardson, so Jack Reacher himself says Duke, who is a top shirt. Uh, yeah, wow, Snake Eyes Ninja 100%. Joe. Joe Taslim, and again, you know, Snake Eyes, the character was not Asian, but whatever. I guess they thought they made it work. Uh, Karen Gillian is Scarlet. 
Oh my, I could I could see that working. Mm-hmm. Uh, got an actor named Trevitane Rhodes as Stalker, who is a African American gentleman. Uh, Sophia Butella as Lady J. Mm. Uh, hey, you got to have Terry Crews Roadblock. Terry Crews as Roadblock oh, is yeah. a no brainer. <laughs> Oh, no doubt about it's it. Bad Kurt Russell next. is Joe Colton, who was the original G.I. Joe. Yeah, you bet. Oh, sure. no, no, you're thinking of Gung Ho. Sure. Gung Ho was Cajun, yeah. Roblox was from Mississippi. Uh, and he spoke in rhymes oh. in the cartoon. But yeah, Kurt Russell is Joe Colton, the original God, dude. I like, he was also I get a weird accent. Here. I thought he was Cajun for yeah. some reason, yeah. He was like, ain't no crime to do some time, blah, 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 blah. Charlie, anyway, don't do that. Don't um, do that. Don't do that. Was Scatman Crothers somebody too? No, he just he was just jazz. On no, that was, yeah, that was jazz. It was jazz. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I would love to, I will, um, I'll put my heart on the line again in, you know, five years or whatever it is that something G.I. Joe related comes out, but uh, hopes are super hey, low. There's no way, no, no Wayans brothers have been involved in this, so it might have um, a chance to succeed. That's a shame. Don't, don't, don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. So New York Comic Con. Yeah. Oh. No, go ahead, please. Oh, wait. Oh, Chris, no, did you no, have a please. question? Oh, no, no, I just had, please. Does does he play uh the character that oh my god, I forgot the actor's name at this point. Does he actually play a G.I. Joe in like is Where, his character actually a G.I. Joe character in from the from the Transformers? The, from the Transformers. What, was he just what an was agent? It, what was it? like what was the, the guy who oh, introduced at, at the in the oh, stinger? Michael Michael the Kelly. Stinger. Do, do you remember do you yeah. remember the character's name? Mm, don't i could tell you throw the character's name at me i could tell you if it's a if it's it was cover girl G. oh no just kidding <laughs> yeah it looked just like him cover girl a uh a uh a brunette model from chicago so yes absolutely no david kelly i mean it could have been agent some such are you looking it up or are you looking i'm looking it, right it up now? uh yeah oh, okay uh, i'm ready post-credit scenes uh the name of the character do they give it um agent on agent burke I don't think there's a Burke in G.I. Joe parlance, but I could be wrong. At me on Twitter, at the C3, if uh, you know it, or or X, if you prefer. Um, but yeah. But anyway, all right. So moving right along, Todd, going to pinball this back to you because you put together this ultimate package of New York Comic Con actual comic news, which uh, that's basically all. That was the leg they had to stand on with no actors. Well, the first one is going to be Invincible Season 2. The animated mm-hmm. series launched a trailer. Um, it, which is a comic book property. It's Amazon Prime, the first season. Yep. Charlie, did you ever watch the first season? I watched, and we talked. I did because we talked about, we had my mm-hmm. high school friend uh, Alex on, and we talked about the show. Um, yep. So I did watch it, but, you know, being being so deep into watching uh, Gen V right now and the gross out of this is, I just kind of don't need another <laughs> gross out. I'm kind of good. And I remember that Invincible was kind of great. And even this trailer was very bloody. And I'm just like, hey, you know what? I just, I, I I think I, I think I need a break. Okay. Chris, did you watch Invincible season one? I did. I, I enjoyed it. I think I spaced myself enough between the boys and Invincible that I had, I had time to like cleanse yeah. my palate, so to speak. Between the <laughs> okay. Two, so. okay. Well, very good. 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 So, so we, you know, the, the end of season one, we got a big reveal, uh, basically mm-hmm. father versus son, and this is continuing it. And the team was left in a horrible place. I oh, mean, yeah. really ripped up. I mean, who's going to survive? And, and the great thing about the comic is, um, and I've read, I think the first, and second omnibuses it's a great read it's very quick yeah. uh, the character is very much like superman and spider-man combined uh if your dad was also uh a bad superman yeah um, very so bad superman. Put it. 
with a big mustache. Great. Yeah, it's <laughs> really. And he was uh, he was a uh, uh, Gross Point native. Uh, what's that dude's J.K. name? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yes, yes. from my yes. hometown. Yeah. Yeah, and he's great. And his his character trailer for Mortal Kombat One was revealed as well. He Charlie. He's oh, a he's a character wow. in Mortal Kombat now too, which is so great. They show us, and he's perfect for it because the uh, kills are over the top. It's crazy. I get J.K. Um, doing the voice too. He is. He yeah, is, yes. I, I get two no. paychecks this way. Yeah, JK. Homelander's Sheesh. also in Mortal Kombat too. It's great. So you've got <laughs> oh, Homelander and Omni-Man. <laughs> they're fantastic. So we have not seen oh, Homelander God. stuff yet too, which is wow. great. So yeah, so this so is awful. coming out in, um, so season two is coming out in November and I cannot wait. I really enjoyed the show. Uh, it's great. It's very um respective of the comics but it does things a little bit differently at times which i like and kirkman's great he knows how to do a show he did the walking dead great and invincible is his property as well so um we'll see how this goes i am super are, excited are they doing a, a weekly release or are they gonna drop drop the whole thing good question because amazon's been so funky sometimes they'll drop yeah, they have, three yeah. and then do a weekly episode yeah drop. yeah, yeah. yeah they don't know. Did. There were they did that with uh with one or two Amazon shows. It'll be like we released three and then we released one and they released two and then blah 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 back again. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Buckle yeah. up. So it's the yeah. first half, it's actually gonna be cut in half. So the first half will be in 2023, oh. the second half will be in 2024. They're, so they're, you know, we it out for before. content. That's what they yeah. gotta do. Why yes. not? Yeah. yeah. Uh so then we did get some comic book mo- news for Marvel. That's the next three stories. I trimmed these down a little bit because I, I realized a couple were kind of more in the weeds that people may not care about. Yeah, but these true. are kind of fun. Uh so these are all kind of one-off events that you don't have to follow the books to stay. That helps. <laughs> the first yeah. one is called the <laughs> first one's called marvel blood hunt which is all about basically marvel heroes Mar- versus vampires oh i was to say I, th- I thought it was marvel uh couldn't quite tell if it was like marvel zombies making a comeback but you know oh. tomato 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 um <laughs> that's cool i like that so this is not kind of a kind of a what if kind of deal this is no just, it's it's hey, gonna vampires. be it's gonna be similar to what they've done with yeah marvel's uh you know the the, the marvel's dead line as well um so we're getting uh jed mckay is going to be writing this and pepe laraz and marte garcia gracia are going to be writing this and it's going to be including um uh, it's essentially going to be a uh, basically single episodes or issues within an event but you can also read the one-offs if you want to but, but of course you don't unless yeah, it's don't. part of a regular title yeah um but then uh basically it's going to be including um the avengers moon knight's midnight mission which sounds like it's the new midnight suns yeah. um oh. characters dr strange miles morales and blade um this is going to be happening in spring 2024 um, Spr- DC, spring spring when the vampires were in bloom <laughs> exactly dc already did a dc versus vampire event so i, I like it when everybody right. just plays around with these characters so that's the first one that's going to be kind of a standalone event you don't really need to to get up to speed um with that uh and then we've got a throwback the ultimate universe is coming back which wow nice. could be good or bad um because that just, ended because the ultimate universe ended and the only the, hangover was Wars, yeah. miles Moranis, morales coming into the 616 right that was the only thing we got changed everything else was left in the past and this is coming jonathan hickman's behind this he was also involved with the end of the ultimate universe yeah it was the too. secret secret wars back in 2015 because wow. yeah. yeah. all the worlds got all smushy-defied and all that different mm-hmm. stuff yeah yep mm-hmm. so we're getting a one shot called ultimate universe number one which is basically just going to get you up to speed okay there and out of that will become 
become uh, basically a couple standalone ultimate books. We've getting Marco Chiquetto's Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, Spider Brian Hill and Stefano Caselli's Ultimate Black Panther, and Peach Momoko's Ultimate X-Men. I love her art. She typically only does covers, but she's yeah. a really cool um, anime-esque artist, and she does really beautiful stuff. So we're getting these new titles, and ultimately... Haha, sorry, ah, I didn't oh. say that. Um, we'll see okay. how this what this means for the overall Marvel universe. Um, obviously, the multiverse is a thing, and what right. it means. But one of the things they've shown is basically Doctor Doom, Thor, Iron Man. It looks like um, very oh, jazzed uh, up. Lady Sif and yeah, Captain Lady Sif America yeah. Yeah. are on the cover. So um, I will I will note that uh, back in you know these books came out in two thousand and two. Uh, really, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man was, I think, in the year 2000. Um, and it's interesting to me the influence of the MCU and the fact that there's an Ultimate yeah. Black Panther character. I don't even know during the Ultimate run if Black Panther was a factor at all because he was he was yeah. extremely niche back in the day, um, but became such a global sensation in 2016 and 2018, obviously in 2018 with his own film, billion-dollar film, um, that, yeah, it kind of warrants his uh, improval. So it's interesting to see the multimedia aspect of it kind of uh, coming uh, fully around. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, like as I've said in the past, I'm a big fan of limited series because uh, that's as much bandwidth as I have to give something is very limited. So yes, please don't give me a title that I will fall in love with. That'll get canceled. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the one shot comes out in November. So this is coming very soon. Um, and I always recommend people subscribe to Marvel unlimited. Yep. If you want to absorb everything, but yeah. also if you want the, the, the physical issues, go to your comic book shop, but um, it's a best way to save some money and enjoy some good stories um you know i really enjoyed the ultimates didn't i i loved ultimate spider-man didn't care for uh yeah. fantastic four or x-men yeah, lines um yeah. but other than that, that i leather, don't know Chris, leather not a huge fan of the leather yeah <laughs> it was, oh, a, it boy, was oh, a weird boy. one although we did get the 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 the, the um the, the 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 dead series those characters mm -hmm. came out of uh the oh, Fantastic Four actually introduced. The, oh, the Marvel Zombies, yeah, exactly. yeah. They they introduced mm -hmm. those that 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 concept as well. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's coming out soon, and we'll see where that goes and if it's successful or not. Um, I and just, then I just hope. Oh. oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I just hope that Rob Liefeld does does one more cover. So yes. many pouches. <laughs> Pouches, pouches, oh pouches. My God. So, <laughs> ma so many, so pouches. many uh, uh, chests stuck out. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the rib cage yes. that is bigger than it should be. Um, <laughs> someone with so someone with no actual spine. They're just yeah. all but Captain, Captain Motorboat. <laughs> and a side note on that, he is like going out there really throwing shade and saying it's like he's the best Wolverine artist. Everybody and everybody's like, uh, Rob, have Ooh. you seen your work? And they're showing him all these it's other a, characters. It's, I just it's love like it. Our, it sounds like it's a rap battle or like oh, Donald Trump, right. excuse me for saying so. Except Somebody just no making one, no outlandish claims. He's worth the effort. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really bad. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> um, but the last one I think is a cool concept. So um, we've never, we've gotten like a really good Marvel line of like the beginning of the Marvel universe with Marvel. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. We got DC with kingdom come. Marvel yeah, yeah. has never had really their kingdom come. And Not this is what you wouldn't you wouldn't compare that to Earth X. I guess I never read eh, that. One. That just Maybe. was not very successful. It was so okay. Alex Ross, I think, is it like I said, he's a great like uh, painter and things like that. Not a great creative like yeah. 
He's you, the guy you, that comes up with all that. You, you've hated all of his outfits, like Bucky Cap. I know you weren't oh, a fan God, of that horrible outfit. outfit. But, but this is kind of cool. It's Avengers Twilight. It's it's basically taking place in the future. Um, and essentially, there's a Steve Rogers, but Captain America is no more. Um, and uh, essentially, there is a world that's kind of a lie to everyone and trapping them in. And... Basically, Steve Rogers has to see if he can reform an Avengers in the future. Um, this looks kind of cool. I like it. I saw the trailer for it. Like in all these stories, Marvel puts up like these little comic book trailers, which I like. Uses the art, has some voice, some like cinematic music, and it's really fun to kind of relay in like a minute long what is the series trying to convey. So I really right. like that. Um, this could be very fun, and this is coming out uh, in January 2024. It's a six part series, so easily. Um, uh, consumable uh, for everyone out there. You know, Todd, we should, in order to drive the point home and make sure we actually read this, we should pick one of these four and actually make it a spinner rack. I'd be down with that. Pick, pick, pick your favorite. Or, or better still, put it out there as a vote to uh, the fine folks who are subscribed to our Patreon and our Discord. Look at that great we, idea. We can absolutely do that. Oh, we just have to wait until it's free on Marvel Unlimited. Which well, is okay. Like months later. <laughs> so a year from now, exactly. um, we will put it out there. So we're going to tuck it in the back. But yeah, we, yeah we'd yeah we love to do that because it'd give me an excuse to read some of this newer stuff. I'm down with that. Exactly. And then lastly, uh, DC is also bringing back something that I don't know why it went away maybe it was just like became too uh most things tend to go away when nobody's reading them so (laughs) true true yeah becomes a little too much commonplace doesn't feel special anymore and that's dc elseworlds i think these are great uh snapshots that dc has always done really well to basically take a classic character and reposition them in a different world it's kind of like marvel's what if but it's not just one decision it's basically it's it's basically a a sticky situation as cartman might say oh this is a sticky situation (laughs) exactly it's like gotham by gaslight it's it's uh superman red sun (laughs) gotham by by gaslighting that that was a real comic that was yeah no that wasn't that was oh oh, you're telling me it's not real oh crap i've been gaslighting uh, by Batman uh, or by Gotham. I don't know who did it, oh. but they are, uh, but they're bringing it back in an imprint. And these are the titles. Yeah. It's going to be Gotham, Gotham by Gaslight, the Kryptonian age. So that's a sequel to a previous oh. Gotham uh, Elseworlds title, Ooh, which was Batman nice. was basically trying to hunt down um, Jack, uh, Jack the Ripper which is oh, yeah. uh, I, a book I, I own, but I've never I, read yeah. it. <laughs> I also own it, and uh, Todd, I own it, and I haven't read it either. I think we just found a spinner rack. There you go. There you Sounds go. Sounds perfect. Uh, then Batman the it. Barbarian, which is kind of like putting Batman in a Conan the Barbarian realm, which could be, an, and this is by Both the Human are. Target writer, Charlie, which we really enjoyed, which is really Oh, yeah, that was great. Lothar of the Hill people. I love it. And we have uh, uh, the Dark Knights of Steel all winter, which the Dark Knights of Steel was a previous series. It was kind of a, 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 a separate series in the Batman universe, but now they're doing with, um, this is kind of cool. It's Deathstroke is the main character of this. Nice. Nice dig, man. Dig Uh, in. All right. One that has me most excited is Green Lantern Dark. It's very cool. This is an original creation. Uh, It takes place in an alternate universe where evil has ravaged a sunless earth. A new Green Lantern has emerged as the only remaining hero, but she goes missing just as humanity needs her most. That looks pretty cool. 
Um, and then la- uh, let's see, we had a couple more. Batman Nightfire, uh, which uh, Batman Catwoman artist Clay Mann returns to the franchise for a story set in the world where Batman harbors a secret so important they would rather allow Gotham to burn down than let the truth be known. Uh, it, apparently it deals with Batman traveling to the past to rewrite his present. Is this where they find out like what? as an underwear fetish or something? <laughs> Maybe. Is that, that why is that why he's wearing that outfit? <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, uh, like I talked about, there was a DC versus vampires uh, uh, series. And this is uh, DC versus vampires World War V. Um, and it's essentially it's a sequel to that series. Looks War- pretty cool. To, to World War W. Werewolves, yeah. <laughs> werewolves into vampires. There oh, go. man. Good stuff. And uh, tune in to, uh, or maybe you already have, into Code 47 this week. There was a Star Trek Universe panel at New York Comic Con as well, which talked about some Trek-related happenings for 2024, including the return of Star Trek Prodigy on Netflix which would be very exciting. So, well, all right. Well, with that, that is the end of the news. Todd, time to get out that Fuber app, that feeble Uber app. Got to get down to Skugtown, Nastyville, the Geek Easy Awaits, Skeezy Drinks, and Good Yucks, talking about stuff we enjoy. So let's go. Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. We're sitting in the Geek Easy Cover bands playing drinks are poured, and we are getting our nerd on. So, Chris, uh, you got a cool list here, man. And I know Charlie will be very excited about one of these things. So, uh, <laughs> I will. Just oh, I us, will. <laughs> why don't you start us off on uh, some of the things we're not so aware of? Yeah, uh, I mean, we. I, I finally got my own library card, and nice. I. Uh, yeah, you know, support your local library. Yeah, support local, please. And and uh, and there was a book uh, that they were promoting for for spooky october and all that stuff so it was a book called hide and uh it the whole premise is it's like kind of like a uh like not a game show but like a a, like a contest where uh, literally there's these there's a bunch of people that that are they're thrown into this like old amusement park abandoned amusement park and they the premise is that they survive um there for seven days and you're kind of like walking through each of these characters as they are trying to get through the entire thing. And I don't know. It's supposed to be like a scary, scary book. I haven't read a book that's really scared me. So I'm like, let me give this a shot and let's see how this is. So I have I'm like I'm like 60 or so pages into the book. So, you know, it's uh, but so far it's been pretty good. Pretty good. Nice. And, nice. Um, All right. Library. And, uh, yeah. And I finished up Castlevania Nocturne. Just recently, um, is, that a, it, which is, is that a sequel to the regular Castlevania it, series? It is a so yes and no. It, it's supposed to be like a hundred years, hundred or two hundred years forward in oh, okay. I, in 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 the whole in the whole series. So gives you enough time to like you know for the um, Trevor and Sypha whole like storyline going going away. But um, it's pre- it's pretty good. It was it was it was pretty good. Um, I still think the the original Castlevania series was was like still like quite quite good. In fact, like probably one of the better adaptations in terms of video game series. And um, but yeah, like I think it's still I could watch like eight eight episodes pretty quick. Um, and uh, you know, I'm excited to see where they where they take season two because it nice. looks like it'd be. Oh, it's getting a second yeah. season. Okay, because I'm like done with season one of Castlevania. I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yes, next. season and two. Yeah. Season two is really good. Okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, like 
the rest of the show is just, just it's it's so weird, but it's like I, I yeah, that that series is really well done. I, okay. I, I wanna I wanna oh. quiz Charlie. So uh Charlie, <laughs> did you know Dracula has a son named Alucard? He doesn't have a son named Castlevania. No. <laughs> I thought that's what the show was about. But you know what the fun part is? Guess what, what Alucard spells backwards? Picard? Dracula. It's Dracula. Oh, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Is that the greatest wow. thing ever? I'm naming what? my child my name backwards. Dot. My son is yeah. Dot. My oh, uh, dot. name backwards is Ilratch. So I, it's and what I should have gone be with. Swirk? 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 Yeah, basically. Yeah. I should have done that. Swirk? Yeah. And finally, I will say, I've, I've been slowly watching Stranger Worlds. I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying it. Uh, still on season one, but it is, it is, uh, it's, it's been a good time. I appreciate it. Only it only gets better. It only yeah. gets better. It only gets better. That show is, you know, with the, is being written again, but obviously with no production date, they'd be uh, in season two ends on a cliffhanger. Sorry, wow. not a big surprise. <laughs> season two, yeah, they, that cliffhanger kicks ass. Oh, yeah, it is, oh, that man. was that it's was so good. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, great show. There's a lot of fun in season two. Um, yeah. lighthearted fun. There's Do a you like musicals, Chris? There's a, there's a musical episode that Todd hey, and I. I'm good with it. Yeah. Todd and I are fifty fifty on. We're fifty fifty. We agreed, but we agreed that we only like half of it because we yeah. like <laughs> the premise, but the songs were and they were written by what's her ass, uh, Kay Hanley from uh, Letters to Cleo. So oh, you would have thought that oh they would have been fantastic, but I just I did not care for the song much it's of the, like the rock of, opera we never wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's really, Tommy. Uh, here's here's the other one. Uh, it yeah. really was, but yeah, that musical featured the the uh, the the uh, musical stylings of Celia Rose Gooding, Letters who's Uhura, and she, she's absolutely fantastic. So yeah, Wait, you will Charlie, enjoy. Name me a Letters to Cleo song. <laughs> Here and now, na 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 na. That song is on one of my rotations right now. Because ah, and then and then they also covered, they also covered from Ten Things I Hate About You. I want you to want me. Oh. They were pl- they're playing it on the roof of the school at the end of the movie as their the helicopters flying around. So there you go. That, and uh, favorite of Adam Scott's character in Parks and Rec. That's all I know. <laughs> I'm sure Chris was like, they're my favorite band. Don't besmirch them. <laughs> oh my, stop with the besmirching. Oh. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, we've all watched Loki uh, up to, where, uh, Chris, you're all caught up? I am all caught up, yeah. Okay, so what do we think of the series so far? There's only six episodes. Do you feel like Marvel is struggling to, like, um, have any sense of urgency in their storytelling? Or do you feel like we'll get to the end and we'll solve it then? Because right now I feel like, um, from my own perspective, we've we've figured out where um, I think they've hit on some cool parts. But once again, I feel like... I don't know what the end game is in this. I I'm, I, I'm very worried about relevancy here because again, everything <laughs> is no, everything is so sandwiched that yeah. you're like, oh, he who remains is Kang, but we've seen Kang in Ant-Man, and that movie right. was terrible. And <laughs> Jonathan Majors, you know, are they gonna keep him because of all the this and that? So Mar- it just it just feels when I say relevance, I mean I mean really even relevance to itself, you know, because where where does this story fit in? That was my mm-hmm biggest misgiving about uh ant-man quantum mania and we talked about this when we reviewed them it was todd myself and my partner uh jen watson who's over with us over on code 47 uh mm-hmm. is that it, it it was like okay well you know, it was a total tonal shift and this i'm sorry we got to introduce kang so you you got him ant-man go for it 
Um, but that had a, a, a teaser or a stinger in that film that that was a clip from this show, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. But yeah, what are they going to do? So yeah, we're now, you know, episode three will drop uh, Thursday after the Tuesday when you're probably listening to this, which means they'll be halfway through. And yeah, I also don't really know where we're going. You know what I mean? I love season one, but as Todd mentioned, that was two years ago. So I like really struggle to remember much of anything. Love the Sylvie character. That's probably, I think she's one of the better parts of this deal myself. But um, yeah, I really struggle to kind of figure out how it really ties back. I mean, Chris, do you think, um, I mean, I've, I've heard rumblings that the TVA out of this is going to be obviously restructured because we had kind of a, in this episode, we had kind of like a rebellion within the TVA. Uh, they did some pruning of certain things, but oh, that's yeah. not been constrained, but we're hearing now that the new newly more uh, nicer TVA is going to be more focused on um, trying to maintain the timelines rather than destroy them. And that may lead us to that's how we get all of these different eras of Marvel like oh. Deadpool and the Fox shows and maybe like oh. David Hasselhoff is, is Nick Fury, <laughs> as, Fury. As Nick Fury wow. and Jen X, uh, Matt Frewer comes back and all these guys and they come and that's how they're brought together by the TVA to basically take on Kang. And if that's the thought process that comes out of this, then we kind of feel like, okay, finally we are getting a roadmap to bring us all together. But at this point, the Marvel has been trying to throw out so many things to bring together. It's been hard. So Chris, do you feel like um, you're getting satisfied with what they're showing or, or do you, how do you feel? Well, I, I mean, I think the, the thing that, that, that gets me a little worried is just that they, that, you know, the, uh, I apologize if I'm saying his name wrong, but key Huey Kwan. Yeah. Uh, I always get it wrong too, but you nailed Obi, it. Obi, uh, like the whole the whole idea of the Ouroboros is this is a, it's a circle, right? It's, this is just going to happen again, kind of thing. Like Battlestar uh, Galactica, it is happening right. Again. Like in, in that sense, like okay, so all the stuff that we're seeing is just like what like does it actually matter in the whole uh, like the whole thing? Is Kang going to win? Is Kang, like he who remains or whoever is he going to win at the end of the season? You know, like that's the stuff that I'm trying to I'm like trying to wrap my head around is like. Like, is there any point in seeing this? Because it's like, all right, well, we know he's going to win because obviously Secret Wars and stuff like that has already been announced. Right. They so. announced a movie with his name in it. We got to walk it back. Yeah, well, it's easy yeah. with a multiversal character. You'd be like, and now he actually looks like this guy. So, <laughs> yeah, get out of jail free card. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, but I, but I, I mean, to your point about this potential idea of like bringing all these other uh, Marvel universes in, I mean, in a way, it, like kind of going back to our previous episode about the Flash, like they had enough time to to maybe do this as opposed to kind of jamming it all into one movie. So, yeah. or alternately, let's jam it all into one movie. Let's see how that works out. <laughs> I mean, oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> meow, meow. Did not work out. <laughs> yeah, and and if they, you know, all the movies they've announced, I mean. Are they still going to happen? Are they going to move right. things around? Right. I mean, it? moving stuff around is, I mean, it's a foregone conclusion. They can't, they can't make things right now. So they're kind of stuck. So, True. yeah, yeah. True. yeah. We'll, we'll see how this goes. But I mean, I, I mean, I really enjoyed, they went to the seventies and they yeah. introduced the one character that the Zaniac thing, which I was looking at the Zaniac is oh. actually a, a real like 
creature thing yeah. in like in the Marvel universe where they basically are a weird group of aliens who come and try to eat women, which is just <laughs> a very weird concept. Um, but yeah, I like that. And I like the McDonald's throwback. But other yeah, than that, that, that was fun. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that was great. It was absolutely great. And I guess we were talking about McDonald's in the pre-roll and we don't need to give them any more credence. We're, 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 we're of a divided line about McDonald's. Chris and I are on the, Chris and I are on the no McDonald's side. Todd is like, I didn't think Chris really made his, Todd was like, why isn't anybody getting me my, my (laughs) trick or treat basket? I want my boo buckets, damn it. Oh my my gosh. Oh, well, I guess. Oh, anyway. Chris has children. I'm sure they've been to McDonald's before. Oh my God. Yes. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, Yeah. Um, Well, we'll see how that goes. We've got four more episodes and that will take us into the marbles. That is next. Um, So myself, um, Charlie, just really recap. I did watch uh, totally uh, killer. Oh, it was delightful. It was was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I was at the very end. I'm like, how are they going to explain this way? You're right. They explained it away. I know it was great. Uh, the, right? the age thing. I'm like, yeah. okay, they got it. It was fun. It's. I recommend it to Chris if you like a a goofy horror film. Check out yeah. Tony on, on Amazon Hulu Prime. Amazon Prime. Uh, sorry. Oh, yeah, and it's very fun. It's a very fun time travel horror film. Uh, but the thing I really wanted to talk about was the fact that I talked about Void Rivals uh, quite a while ago. You know, and I. Other- I, I, I snagged the first issue uh, because I was in a comic shop in the state okay. of comics in Plymouth, Michigan, which is a great shop. And uh, the owner was chewing my ear off about this, like trying to obviously sell me a copy. I did go to Amazon. I bought a copy for a buck 80 digitally. And so it's sitting there in my queue for me to not read uh, until I, we're not in between uh, doing something else. But I'd like to check it out. But yeah, that's the kickoff to the Energon universe. Uh, it is. And yeah. uh, four issues have been out. The fifth issue comes out. I've reading those. And it's really cool that Robert Kirkman decided, like, I'm going to introduce, reintroduce a, a new era of Transformers into a uh, book that essentially doesn't focus on them. But it's layering in bits and pieces of the Transformers throughout every issue, um, which is very fun. And this whole thing is called the Void Rivals, which is essentially about two warring people that are part uh, with worth within the void. So two people are void rivals, two class of people. They've never Nailed revealed it. themselves. They don't know what they look like. They wear like these, oh, they almost look like robots and they've never revealed themselves in disguise. But, but the two characters in, that get crash land, on <laughs> this planet, um, they reveal themselves and they're just like humanoid characters and they're just different colored faces with gems. And that's all that separates them. They've, but the people don't know this. So um, black, black on one side, white on the other side, like the old Star Trek episode. <laughs> the, yeah, the first episode <laughs> issue reveals that Jetfire is around, nice. and he shows up, and then he leaves. So the the next couple he issues out of there. also does little uh, Easter eggs with the Transformers, which is very very fun. No GI um, no, no GI Joes uh, Easter egg. Not yet, yet not yet. Uh, so I've read through four or five is coming out next week. I'll get that. I've been doing the thing where I get the Amazon prime uh delivery discount uh for digital and i've been using that for comics so basically if you choose to get a late delayed delivery you can get oh, like a buck 50 for really? digital purchases of movies Ooh. music or comics oh and so i've like, been using it for the comics the bonus okay yeah i've i've had subscriptions in the past like for the star treks that i mentioned which i, I kind of gave up on for the time being oh. where you save your 10 percent through comiXology but yeah, yeah. 
I yeah, well, I get the ten percent plus. I also get the digital discount or whatever the credits. So I've been using for that. So you know, also, di- di- digital's a racket, man. They're saving that money. They should pass exactly. along that savings. Yeah, e- exactly. So I've been reading that. So that's very fun. And then at the end of issue four, it then says, "Oh, here's a preview for Transformers number one," and that got me into reading Transformers number one, which is this feels truly like a reboot. Uh, we're first reintroduced the Transformers like the original animated series where the arc has crashed and uh, Spike and his dad um, right. are yeah. around and they uh, discovered the Transformers. I don't want to say more than that. It's there, um, but their yeah. preview in the back of the comic shows where they're at. Um, so what I like about this, it feels um, the, the art strong, the writing is very strong and I like that we don't know where we're going, but it also adds in, uh, so um, it adds in uh, an element of kind of what you always worried about, Charlie. Yeah. What if the Transformers picked up a person and they decided to see how squishy they were? <laughs> yeah, I think you had mentioned something about that. So, ooh, yeah, boy, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty rough, but I like it. It's a lot of fun. And I like to see where they're going. And now, to your point, you've already shared kind of like, hey, they're introducing G.I. Joe in a new part of this new universe right yeah and that's that's number one and a cobra commander number one and well yeah larry hame is kicking off and i don't know maybe it's not all tied together but i don't uh, think it's we're getting one is a legacy and i think the one the yeah uh the duke comic and the cobra commander comic are kind of tied into this and i liked what they were doing in those previews quite a bit yeah so yeah next month and i'll be trust me we'll be talking all about it uh gi joe has has their own legacy numbering because the marvel comic ended with 155 uh idw snatched it in the mid 2000s and picked it up with 155 and a half and then they continued to issue 300 and so this yeah and so the yeah it's and i would i've not read i've read everything up to 155 so i am now 50 percent behind so i have to get caught up someday i'm planning on it um but uh then yeah 301 will be larry hamer written legacy title but then yeah duke and Cobra Commander sounds like they'll be tied in. So, Todd, this seems like something we're really gonna have to, you know, really cover, you know, follow and cover together. Could become we can its own. Collaborate its own on it one yeah. way or the other. Uh, yeah. If you, Charlie, I will tell you there will be a ways that you can access the Transformer stuff and vice versa. I assume. Very good, good deal. All right, well, Ooh. let me let, let me take it home with this, and I'll make it really quick. Um, we old folks loved sitcoms in the '90s, and even going back to the 1980s. Uh, we love sitcoms like Cheers, and Cheers begat little gentleman known f- as Fraser Crane, who spun off when that show ended. Cheers ran between 1982 and 1993. Frasier spun off from Boston to Seattle and ran for 11 seasons. And I actually, to, to, to preface this, we watched wow. the two-part finale of Frasier just to kind of figure out where he landed. And at the end of Frasier Volume 1, Frasier moves to Chicago to be with his lady love, portrayed by Laura Linney. I had no idea. So he was in Chicago, but that is now almost 20 years gone by. Now, back for basically, we'll call it a a 10-issue limited series, Uh, my dear friends at Viacom, Paramount+, Plus. And I'm not saying that just because they give me great Star Trek screeners have given us a new Frasier TV show uh, set in current times. Frasier returns to Boston uh, on a where his uh, adult son lives, 
and uh, he's he's passing through on his way to overseas, but he wants to stop by uh, and socialize with the son, but they're not close. But uh, Martin Crane, his father, John Mahoney's character, John Mahoney, died in 2018, has passed away, and that's kind of the crux of that first episode. Two episodes are out there right now. Um, there's a lot of really great father-son stuff in that between Frazier and the son and then talking about uh, talk about John Mahoney's character. That's kind of my Achilles heel in anything is father-son stuff. You know, all of us who are sons have had a challenge with their father from time to time. I have two adult sons, two very challenging relationships. So that stuff always kind of makes me well up a bit. So the first episode um, was very emotional in that regard. The second episode really slides into your more typical sitcom kind of stuff. Frazier has a rogues gallery of two uh, academic partners. Frazier uh, ends up staying. That's not surprising because how else would he have a series? Does he go on talk radio and become like the new Rush Limbaugh? No, he takes a position <laughs> at Harvard. Uh, with these his two ah. colleagues, so now he's teaching at Harvard uh, and spending time with his uh, son and other characters that I will not spoil. You know what? It's um and and I read some scathing headline. Oh, the show is pointless on screen. Rant. Oh, the show is pointless. Blah blah. You know what? Is there a sitcom heard, that has? Is, is there a sitcom that has a point? Give me give me a sitcom that was really pointed. Was Mash pointed? Maybe. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Uh. For those of us who grew up in the era, the 80s and the 90s, enjoyed an 80s, 90s sitcom, this hits the nail on the head, and it's 10 episodes. So we're going to ostensibly have a little bite of it, we'll enjoy it, and then move on from it. And like any streaming service, it probably pro, streaming show, it probably won't be back for a second season. So, <laughs> so yeah. I'm excited for this. And it's if fun. You to, it's fun. If you want to watch a very fun Halloween episode, the Fraser Halloween episode, I think they only did one, was hilarious. Was I will, I'll have to give that a Google. So, but you don't you don't remember if it was early or late in the show? It was probably mid because it was all about Niles uh, and Daphne, kind of that. Uh, you know. It, Still, they didn't know if they liked each other, and there was. Oh that. yeah, it's earlier so, in the yeah, show. It's very good, but I'm I'm um, excited for this because I always thought Fraser had, I liked it more than Cheers, and I thought the writing was always phenomenal. He's mm-hmm. just he's a great character where Cheers was. Yeah, he was a great character who could kind of do more things, and Cheers was always in some ways a little more one note because characters were a little more lowbrow. Um, which is you know for for uh for her that not a hundred percent sure. I tried to kind of research it through, and I found a lot of clickbait articles as to why uh, why David Hyde Pierce is not a part, his brother. Um, but his brother's adult son is a character. Um, so the, yeah, that's kind of interesting. So yeah, so you have the cousins, you have the you know Fraser's son and and uh, and uh, Niles's son. Um, if so this yeah, it's goes cool. on, I've heard I've heard there will be other cameos from other. Roz is concerned confirmed. Mad Dog back. maybe shows up. Yeah, Lil- Lilith, <laughs> Lilith apparently will be back because yeah. it's in Boston. But yeah. they didn't. They were hesitant to say if there will be any Cheers. Yeah, um, alumni yeah. showing. Yeah. I mean, I Sam would could show up. See, yeah, I would think uh, so. Shelly Long, nobody's seen her in obviously decades. She's and obviously Rebecca has passed away. Yeah. And um, I think I think John John Rand. Arla, uh, maybe. Yeah. But John, they didn't yeah. like each other. So that's kind of a weird one. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what? Robin kind of, wasn't Robin a guy? He yeah, didn't have really a he relationship was, wasn't he the guy who owned the restaurant? But it would be great, you know, in the final episode, final scene, he blows into cheers, and, and a bunch of the people are still there. I Fingers would, crossed yeah. on that one. But anyway, uh, airs weekly on Paramount Plus on Thursdays. Plug, plug, plug. SFU loves Paramount Plus. <laughs> Chris, did you hear Fraser? And you're like, wow, these old guys like no. Stuff. I, I like here, here's the thing. Like, I wasn't. I I didn't really watch Cheers. Um, but I, uh, 
I did get into Frasier. I was like, oh, this this show's actually pretty good. And, yeah, yeah. Um, my, my wife is like, she's always been like, oh, I don't know, like this, like the, the, the humor was like always kind of over her head kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, but but you know, this might be, I don't know, this might be a good opportunity for us to watch a show together and see if it's yeah. any good. So yeah, I highly recommend it, Todd. Uh, report back next week. And once you watch the first episode, we'll talk about <laughs> it again. Too much stuff to watch. I'm like, I, know. I have no time to watch anything. <laughs> I had to, I what had else to, is coming out. <laughs> I had to cram in three shows this morning to record this wow. afternoon and I finished like 20 minutes before I was ready to get on with Peter just rewatching things to be like it was lower decks I just rewatching just to be have seen a second time and you know Battlestar Galactica he and I did this so I just had to finish the last one but I also had brunch with my kids and it's been a Sunday yeah, I, had to, I had to hurry up and watch Gen V while uh, the Vikings were finally finishing up their game and I had that background and yeah. I had Gen V on while I was watching some football at the same time and I finally caught because I thought you were going to talk about it so I'm like I gotta no, catch up no so, no no yeah. I thought you know what I thought for the sake of time I'd trim oh god we're, yeah, and I, quite honestly that, yeah. that episode almost ended me because it was so gory <laughs> it was <laughs> like, yeah I need to watch the show I need to watch yeah, it. I it's, just, yeah it's really good Chris but it is if the boys wears you out yeah. the show yeah. feels like no. it's going harder to be it's it's good and bad it's it's like there's good characters on it but man it goes in some gross it was places. it's yeah it's certainly just a kind of very it's certainly not grabbing me though you know no pun oh I like it a lot yeah. I no, just the, the way I, that, well, I would say the way that the boys does I definitely prefer the boys to it yeah, but this yeah. is this is yeah. a little too gory I, for its own. It, it is. It I is. Feel, a little I feel too like this is like good. Eric Kripke unleashed. Yeah. In terms of yeah, oh, someone yeah. has kind of let the dog up chain. But anyway, that wraps up our time in the Geek Easy. Time to get out that Eric Qantas app. Get us to the land down under. Hologram Tina and the mutants await for us to revisit Shocktober. Let's go. Welcome to another edition of Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the we're sitting in the Thunderdome where the mutants have been gathered for a topic. Or <laughs> thank you, Charlie. Let me try that one more time. No, no, no. Keep it in. It's it's all live, baby. It's raw. It's like life. We're live. We're live with Tina in the Thunderdome. The mutants have been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained. <laughs> this week it's Shocktober week three. <laughs> I'm the only one here who's not drinking. How come I'm more fun? I know. <laughs> um, we're talking about a movie called Werewolves Within. This came out in 2021. Uh, I think only on like it, it was it, a very silent released movie. I, I was, I was I super was, sure that it was new. No, no. Well, it is new. It's it's but it's it didn't come out in theaters, I believe, and it was just like a I mean, out of like COVID oh, and things like that, I, I think understand. it was a, a, a VOD only release, which was interesting. So I've been waiting for this one to come out on a service we could watch for free. Okay, so now it's okay. out on Hulu. So Werewolves Within, quite honestly, this is an interesting one because it's actually based on a video game property by Ubisoft. That's they have so a crazy. VR game yeah. where basically it's a deduction game where you have to determine who the werewolf is. There's one night um there's there's a, a game card series or a tabletop game called series one night ultimate xxx there's one night ultimate werewolf where it's a very fun game i highly recommend everybody get it but basically it's a it's a a, a card game where you have to determine when a group of friends who the werewolf is and you use a uh app who how you determine it they basically guide you through the game it's a very fun game it costs like 20 bucks you buy it and it's a very fun game to do with folks at party settings so Mm -hmm. uh but uh 
Ubisoft did a VR game where you wear a VR helmet. Nobody can see each other. And it's the same thing. Basically, you have villagers. You have to Werewolf. So ba- <laughs> so villagers. <laughs> eat eat so chickens to eat. Exactly. So this is actually the second <laughs> adaptation from a Ubisoft thing for this type of thing because they also did um, Mythic Quest. So that's an Ubisoft thing as well, which makes no sense. And I loved I love Mythic Quest. Mm. So, uh, but this is all about, basically, this is a classic um, whodunit. Yes. Um, I'll give you the plot. Uh, reassigned to the isolate, isolated hamlet of Beaverfield, nice to a fault, forest ranger Finn Wheeler, played by Sam Richardson, was just getting to meet the eccentric locals when the town was slammed by a blizzard. Turns out all private generators were sabotaged and that someone or something is brutally picking the residents off. Paranoia, paranoia, Paranoia mounts as does the body count in this semi-satirical shocker based on the VR game. I mean, your cast is is it's kind of it's kind of interesting because I only know of a couple people in this movie, which would be uh, Sam Richardson played by Finn Wheeler, which we already talked about, and then the girl from the ATT commercials. My that's really all she's girlfriend. Done. <laughs> that's my girlfriend right there. She's been in a little. She had a bit part in an episode of Silicon Valley. Is the only thing I feel like I've sure. ever seen her in. Sure. But I she am. Did, you're right. One thousand percent in love with this woman i've always thought okay. she was fantastic well there you go so you've seen her she does at&t commercials that is her claim to fame um essentially at this point um so this movie um i don't have many details about who did it or how much it made which i normally would go into but that's fine this yeah. is essentially a who did it uh in a small little town this is actually i couldn't um I, it's either in vermont or new hampshire because they showed a yeah. map and it was in either of the yeah. states. So it's it's <laughs> it north. Was. It's it's, it's like it's like Springfield. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah because you got a lot of uh, you got a lot of kind of hokum rednecks and stuff like that. Another one of the cast members is Michaela Watkins, who was on SNL for like a year. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the I weird the weird yeah. lady who made the crafts. The yes. guy who was oh, uh, yeah. the guy who was uh, Parker the uh, the the company man. He was he looked familiar. He'd been in yeah he had been in some stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so essentially this movie, like I said, it's a whodunit. It's uh, people are gathered together and you've got people with various motives. You don't know who it is. And everything leads you to believe there is uh, something supernatural. Supernatural. Exactly. So with that, um, Charlie is, I mean, at this point, we could walk kind of through kind of what happened in this movie. And obviously sure. spoilers are afoot. We um, a uh, hand or a, a spoiler, spoilers or a paw. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we can go in and kind of like and just speak through our parts we liked. Sure. Uh, things we were like, hmm, did that work? And then we can go through it and say what our overall thoughts were. So, Charlie, why don't you, you're good at these recaps? So we can go from there. And then, Chris, obviously, if you want to stop Charlie, because Charlie tends to sometimes go into it, you can stop him and give your thoughts or say, what the hell was that? Uh, let's see here. Well, I mean, you already gave the recap recap, but yeah, you know, we do get, uh, the very likable Sam Richardson showing up. He was in a great show called the Detroit, I think the Detroiters, uh, which was uh, on Comedy Central. Was it Detroiters? That was there. They were like a car company. Yeah. And Veep, yeah. And he was most recently on uh, Ted Lasso because he, yeah, was, the, he was the African uh, he was the uh, African warlord guy or who he was, yeah, some guy who was trying to buy the team. Or uh, he was from, uh, I think, the Kenyan. He was trying to buy out uh, yeah. Sam. Yeah, but yeah. he's also really good. He's like one of the main characters in the After Party, which you should definitely oh. watch if you have Apple, Apple TV+. Plus. Oh, oh very good. But anyway, yeah, so he's he's a very affable uh, forest ranger. He's moving to town. Uh, he's kind of, he's kind of pee-whipped by his, I think, ex 
ex-girlfriend yeah. who keeps calling he him. He didn't realize and, it was his ex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that he uh, he gets to the town and meets uh, the world's most adorable postal carrier, which is my girlfriend, Melania Vintrub, uh, who instantly befriends him. And they're walking around and chit-chatting and uh, pretty obvious that she digs on him, but he's too dumb to pick up the cues. Uh, we also meet the... Uh, the uh the kind of uh blah, 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 blah. The, the 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 woodsman the uh the uh the uh the uh, flint emerson yeah, flint yeah the isolated guy who you know you're immediately getting bad vibes because you know he's covered in bearskin and got knives and stuff you know well this guy's going to be trouble um <clears throat> so he's staying at the local inn uh the local innkeeper's husband has has disappeared thought you know the innkeeper thought he'd ran off uh you know with another woman turns out they very quickly find his mangled body under the porch which doesn't look good for anybody otherwise very distraught so and initially you think that he didn't do it also the town is in the middle of what could be a big pipeline so there's a a scumbag corporate guy there trying to sell it to the residents some will some will buy out some won't you also have an environmentalist who's kind of a very uptight woman uh there you know she runs an analysis of furs she picks off of the the carcass and this and that and figuring out there's a mythical creature out there but then people start dying or people start getting stabbed or getting their hand bit off you know one of the yeah you have the um and they were real right wing nutcases. Uh, the uh, the crafts lady and her husband. Oh. Yeah, well, and that's. I think that's the biggest part of this. And and I don't know if I'm the only one to follow this. All of these characters were very weird, over the top. Yeah, uh, we yeah. had the, the, the mechanic and yeah. his and, and, and <laughs> a mechanic who was kind of over the top weird, but her boyfriend who or husband who is a, a weirdo kind of stoner. Yeah, you got. Like, the, the the rich couple, which was Cheyenne Jackson and um, a, a fan favorite Harvey Gian yeah. from yeah. Uh, what they do in the, the, Beetle, the shadows, right? yeah. Um, and then yeah, uh, the, the other guy was the uh, was on Thirty Rock. He was the, one of the cast members later in the show. Uh, the, the other of the couple, yes, yeah, yes, the same couple, sex couple, yeah, yeah. We had the we had the. Um, we, we had the um let's see the one couple that was the 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 weird lady with the dog uh yeah with, right. who was the, wanted to open the craft shop and then her husband who was a <laughs> kind of a weird sex sexual predator kind of guy pretty yeah. much yeah he's very creepy yeah uh yeah. we got the owner of the 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 inn who's yeah. just a nice lady uh that we did get to your point the guy who has the pipeline who is trying to gather votes uh, to get them, uh, basically right. all sell their property right. so they can make money and go through. So I think we've covered, and then Flint, who is the mountain man out in the middle yeah. of nowhere. So I right. think we've covered off on all of the people, their various, uh, uh, motivations motives? and yes becomes exactly. very much like clue or like you know poirot yeah. like a you know a haunting in venice kind of murder on the orient express kind of deal trying to figure out what's going on because yeah it was you know in, in the night there's a blizzard they all end up being stranded at the inn um the the uh the, the craft lady's husband uh, gets attacked by a creature that bites his hand off, but they're able to save him but the, the creature they don't you know they don't see it it gets away um and uh, yeah, people are getting picked off one by one. They go out in the storm and try to hunt it. And the the uh, the, the pipeline That's, guy, yeah, is a, is a hunter too. So he's gonna hunt is it well. weird that they decided that even though one person almost got killed in the 
in, they were all together, they thought, you know, strength in numbers. I mean, Chris, <laughs> then they said, you know, screw this. We're all going to separate and we're going right. to be stronger it's, by ourselves. Yeah, it's, a tr- it's a horror trope 101. You got to get yeah. d- divide to be conquered. Um, so yeah, so they they go out and you know they uh they, they you know there's strong indication that the mountain man guy is the one uh and there's strong indication that the the pipeline guy is the one cuz he has a gun then you know the um the scientist lady kind of goes crazy and she ends up dead because there's a she quote unquote shoots herself and so you just don't know uh who's it what's it and then the same sex couple uh you know i think one of them gets uh, attacked and murdered by the snl lady the uh the crazy craft lady mm-hmm. uh and she then, wants her craft shop she yeah, wants exactly because they won't sell yeah the same rich. sex couple won't yeah. sell yeah exactly yeah. so um so yeah I, I in the final analysis um while others get separated it ends up in a kind of a shootout in the street between the uh, the uh, ga- uh, gas company guy, the 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 uh, pipeline guy, and mm-hmm. the uh, your uh, the, who's a, who's the a lo- werewolf hunter apparently. Too, yeah, right? of course, because why not? Yeah, because yeah, his, <laughs> his night, he was, night goggles and his, uh, his silver <laughs> yeah. silver uh, arrow crossbow, yeah, exactly. crossbow. Yeah. So he was, uh, yeah. So it was a showdown. It was the the one uh, guy from the same sex couple plus our two main characters. Uh, the the hillbillies managed to get killed off. Um, but, uh, yeah, in the, in the end of it, every, you know, kind of everybody is dead, although you don't mm-hmm. know where the innkeeper, she's kind of off, not know where she's at. Mm-hmm. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, uh, our, our postal lady, uh, obviously, um, Sam, uh, Sam, Sam Richardson gets shot. So she helps him back into the bar, which was where they, uh, which was where they kind of kicked things off when he first came to town. Kind of, there's a nineties nostalgia bar with ax throwing. Yeah. That wasn't Freddie <laughs> foreshadowing right there and a jute box. <laughs> and stuff and uh he is you know kind of bleeding but for some reason he's up and walking around and then he stumbles onto a very convenient room full of evidence that everything has been perpetrated by the at&t lady she's a bad guy but to put a camper on that not a bad guy right oh wait yeah she was she, yeah. uh, to put a camper on that, she is the actual friggin' werewolf. werewolf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she was just kind of yeah. She she staged everything. Um, to to yeah. To, her her real motivation is she's hungry. She's hungry. Yeah, she just wants to eat. That's, that's well, that taking the nut. And, and, and anybody who feels like oh, there's a nice girl who likes me for yeah, a while, and then she shakes him down and says, says, "You really think I would be the nice girl that fell for you?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, and I'm going to kill you, but let me really make you feel like shit first. <laughs> um, so naturally, there there's a big slug out. Um, you know, with, with axes and with the, you know, more nineties music coming back on. And, uh, yeah, in the end, the mountain man shows up at the last minute and, uh, stab, you know, knocks and stabs her. And, and, but it's always the, you know, the, the trope in the horror films that, you know, never trust that the bad guy's really dead. Cause then she pops back up again and there's more fighting. And then she finally gets shot and killed by the innkeeper who is alive. And then, oh, let's see, there was a huge explosion, uh, I know, with the um, with the pipe, there was a little pipeline monument in the middle of town. That was pretty yeah, great. Yeah, like a, a gas yeah. relief. Like yeah. the, It was like the, the, the monument to the unknown soldier that would never go out, but it was just for the gas company. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it v- got v- shot. Yeah. Very, yeah. very, um, very touching. 
Yeah, so that's kind of where it ends with the innkeeper, you know, basically being the you you, you felt bad for her the whole time because her husband was killed at the beginning of it, right. and then mm-hmm. uh, she was looking for someone to console her. It was so funny. He was like, "Oh, you're I I could use a hug." Nope, nope. I'm going. To, you're. I need you to go away. I think <laughs> that was away. kind of a sad point. Uh, um, well, yeah, and, and in the end, she lives and and slays the slays the werewolf. So. And then we could probably get into this. So, Chris, considering everything we talked about, the plot, where did you land on this movie? Uh, first of all, when I when I was started to watch the movie, when I saw Ubisoft, I was like, "Oh no, what's what's going on?" No, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Ruh, Ruh. So weird, so random. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I mean, I was excited because I I like I Sam Richardson is like. Is great. Like uh, I mean, to my um, earlier, uh, as as Charlie was saying, like um, he he's just he's just great. He's he is that like that likable guy that you can affable, just see anywhere, affable right? Sense. Like yeah. affable, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was great to just follow him. And he's just like he's likable, but he's like he, he can still he gives that like like doofy vibes. But like, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. And um, I. I, I I'm mad at myself because I felt like I knew who the killer, who the werewolf was going to be the entire time. But the but the um, the movie does kind of like give you like that sense of doubt for for yeah. a lot of like, are you sure it's going to be her, like her? And I was like, oh well, I guess it could be this person. So they gave everyone kind of reasons why they could be the werewolf. Right. Right. And yeah. I was I was not so sharp to pick up on. That yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm always the mobile obvious. company shill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you but you had two. You you had a corporate shill in the movie, and then you had someone who plays a corporate shill outside of the movie. So I probably should have figured out that it was her as soon as the yeah. other guy was dead. Right. Right. Uh, so I don't know. It, it was just. But I, I think I think overall it was it was fine. I mean, I'm glad it was only like an hour and a half. Yeah. Because if it was any longer, it that probably would have been like. Would have been uh, overstated its welcome, so to speak. Yeah. But, um, and uh, the funny thing, though, I, I did, I did go on on YouTube to see if anyone else had any thoughts about this stuff. And there was a there was a particular person that was talking about it. And yeah, I don't know. Like it was, it was fu- like it was funny because Sam Richardson was is I thought did a pretty good job of being funny. Um, but I think the rest of the cast was kind of like. Like I, I don't know, it was kind of hit or miss with the with the humor there. Um, but when this movie came out, I, I I totally forgot that the whole like you know Ubisoft was going through this whole a uh, whole thing about kind of like that me like that Me Too issue or oh, in the, in, in the less stuff like 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 there was like a lot of sexual harassment stuff that was going on there at the time. So like some of the jokes, I was like, I don't know if this is really a good thing for Ubi to like oh, no. to be part of. Yeah, it. the guy who wanted to pat her butt and then, right. yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Oh, boy, no, yeah. I, was, I didn't have that. Yeah. Ubi want to be a part of that? Stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so and to Charlie's point, like I, I I didn't realize that this movie was was this old. So yeah. Was, no, right? I thought that yeah. this was a direct to Hulu. Like yeah. production, like oh, cool, this is out. Just man, you guys make it sound like this movie came out like nineteen ninety seven. Well, I just never heard it. Yo, no, that was the pe- that was the people under the stairs that we watched in week uh. one. And that that was a joy. That was a joy. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, uh, you know, I thought it was fine for what it was. Uh, it was a quick. It was a quick movie to to just kind of uh, 
watch. And, you know, I guess if you have any, nothing else better to do. Yeah. Or have to watch it for a podcast. That was the endorsement. <laughs> if you're really bored. Yeah. I was a quote on the back that box of the DVD. I watched this for a podcast. What was that? What was that? What was that uh, quote from uh, uh, Secret Invasion? Deeply bored. Deeply, <laughs> deeply bored. Deeply bored. Deeply bored and intensely, intensely yeah. irrelevant. <laughs> Again, like uh, like Sam Rich. I, I, I like Sam Richardson. So like that was the reason why I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to try it like. Yeah. At least watch this. So yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, definitely a standout <laughs> in the the movie itself. Charlie, uh, your thoughts? Um, I enjoyed it. You know, again, you know, you throw my gal pal in there, and she's all bubbly and light and fun, and that was uh, that was that was enjoyable. I uh, loved seeing Sam. Uh, I've enjoyed him in things that I've seen him in. But again, yeah, it was very tongue in cheek. Kind of reminded me of maybe like Scream Queens. Uh, mm-hmm. or, uh, I was going to say like American horror story, but there's no part of that. That's fun. Uh, no. or something else that's <laughs> horror related. That's, that's enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, I would say scream Queens would be the kind of the closest analogy to it. I, if, if I was to, to reference it back to something else, uh, but it was great. Yeah. I, I was a dumb, dumb, had no clue. Uh, I, I guess I was pretty sure it was the Charlie would have been killed. He would have been the first death yeah. by the werewolf. <laughs> I wouldn't have seen it coming. You're um, so yeah. nice to me. Oh, yeah. Why are you Here's killing the me? thing that I don't get. Here's the thing I don't get. Right? There's that. There's that moment where that guy gets his hand bit off. Right? Yeah. Right. Would he have not seen her transform back? Because she was like right there. Because like at the end, it was too dark in the shadows. <sighs> yeah. I, I I do absolutely love that she was like. Benicio del Toro Wolfman. She didn't go like American Werewolf in London Wolfman, right, but she right. was just like, I got some fur, and but I'm still Slightly in my hairy clothes. With some ears. Yeah, yeah, and she was, she was and, a, and apparently her clothes a, didn't, sex, didn't rip sex, off her body. Right? Right? No, yeah. she was in a sexy tank top, ooh, which is you know, yeah. Mm. All right, ooh. she's a little hairy, but it's okay. You can look it. <laughs> she's she's still sexy, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't get it. I was pretty sure it was you know. You know, the obvious red herring was the, you know, the company man mm-hmm. with all his knives and shit. So you figure, no, it really can't be him. Um, but yeah, I, th- I had a good feeling it was the craft lady. The rednecks were too dumb. Oh, okay. uh, the same sex couple seemed kind of harmless. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, you're right. It, it's obvious and not obvious at the same time that it right. was that it was the AT&T lady. So, oh, Melania, why, why, why is it? Why are the why are the pretty ones always so crazy? <laughs> or, or a werewolf. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, it usually goes that way. Well, you know, myself, I was really excited for this movie because I like this type of movie. I like who done yeah. it. I like werewolves. I I like the cast. I'm like, oh, I'm really excited for this. And I'm like, the execution just did not deliver for me. Mm-hmm. I did not care for. I, I felt like there was a lot of people mumbling and talking over each other in this movie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, and then it's like the the characters trying to be like, oh, all over the topping each other was mm-hmm. not helping anything over the topping. And yeah. It just didn't work. And then it's like, okay, who do we have left? That's not a ridiculous idiot. Okay. <laughs> do we have to take them serious or not. And it was just a lot of weird, like it, it almost felt like this was a, uh, uh, a board game. And these are characters playing like these wacky neighbors game. who keep showing up and they all have quirks. Wacky, um, wacky werewolf board game. The movie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that part, I did enjoy the end part of it. I thought that was fun, but there was a severe lack of werewolf in this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you I get, mean, you get a good five to seven minutes at the end. If that, I mean, yeah, all you got was last, like the, yeah. the, 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 the um, generators were uh, destroyed, Slash, but they were yeah. done with a, a knife. 
So yeah. that really didn't supposedly, have you the werewolf to do it. I mean, yeah. yeah, supposedly. And then other than that, like you just got the 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 innkeeper's husband died at the beginning, and you just saw him dragged away. So this could have been a, a flim flam where there really was no werewolf. So maybe that would have been more effective. Yeah, that's, that's that it was of, a werewolf. Yeah, and we got so like little this of it. Yeah. especially yeah. if she's supposed to be really hungry. She really didn't eat anybody. Yeah, the one guy she killed, there was a body. Yeah, and maybe a little right, bit of yeah. stuff was taken out, yeah. and then she got a little bit of a hand. Yeah, so so, so it's kind of like she was and she wasn't the werewolf. You kinda. know, her, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I see, I see yeah, she didn't have any. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a little bit of a mixed bag. I thought it was once again. I, I my expectations were higher because I thought it was going to really deliver, be a smarter yeah. type of. Like, no, no, film. not at all. No, I no, I didn't so much. I, I didn't think I get Sam Richardson being you know a. a, a a comedic presence. I guess I didn't really expect him to, you know, do an Oscar performing turn as a serious, <laughs> serious. I just thought, I thought of like more of like the clue type where it's, it's mm-hmm. actually like pretty smart yeah. and done well versus this felt like it was kind of like, eh, it, it needed, it needed it needed more werewolf. <laughs> bottom <laughs> line. I thought bottom, that Ubisoft wouldn't deliver. Oh, well, but I, I'm glad I picked this one because it was kind of like, um, as we talk about the rest of the movies, we're going to do, uh, we're going to do house and then we're going to do pirate, uh, pet cemetery bloodlines. Yes. Which so I would probably going to be a little yeah. bit more dour. So I'm glad yeah. we're doing something a little bit. More <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I have seen the pet cemetery one cause we just got rolling on it and then watch the the 2019 movie of which that is actually spun from not the not the 1990 uh, not, not the 1989 movie uh I had yeah. to research that but all right okay ratings out of 10 uh, uh wolf's paws uh they have, let's, they yes. 10 claws or 10 they claws for, i don't know how that works we'll go uh or you could go let's see uh 4 8 8 8 18 16 rating out of 16 Six. <laughs> Come on. We'll go. We'll go out of ten. Out, out of ten wolves. Out of 10. We'll go, Chris. What, what? What's your paw rating? Uh, well, Sam. Sam's the only reason why I I watch this movie, so I'm gonna give it a four. Ooh, four paws. Ouch. That. Yeah. Well, that's at least a whole wolf. You know. Yeah, to, to I guess so. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tyler. No. Oh. Oh. Showdown. <laughs> you owe me a coke. All right. Uh. I, you know, my expectations were not at Todd's level. I thought, oh, Sam Richardson, it's going to be uh, silly, funny, haha. So uh, while I thought it was no gem, I thought this could at least rate six paws. Oh, I thought we'd get like a, a AT&T pop right there, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't want to seem too biased, but yeah. Sam versus at t girl? If I put in my sweet AT&T girl, it's a 14 out of, oh, out, of out of 10 paws. But yes, for the movie overall, we'll go with the six paws. So it's, it's, okay. so it's, it's, uh, it's a whole wolf plus one with his front paws up on the dashboard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with a five because of the Ace of Base song, although I didn't get it. Oh. In fact, I really never figured out how long she was a postal carrier. If the guy died and then I, she I, took over his route, I thought that, like I, I thought yeah, she they, I thought she was a fan. Didn't make any sense. Like I she's thought, been here. Yeah. How long has that guy been dead? I don't I thought, know. I thought it was. I thought it was just all a fake out. But yeah, no, he died like the night before. No, it was thirty days later. Don't you remember? 
Oh, okay. 29 she just days up. later. Char- Charlie's really trying his well, best. There was, there yeah, was, a, there was a title Melania card. Yeah, yeah I mean, come on. I got to help my girl out, Melania. <laughs> okay. Melania. I'll give uh, at, at, the C3, for the, at the C3 on X, Melania. <laughs> Maybe I like it's, it's getting five out of ten for the Ace of Base song. <laughs> I saw the sign, which Sam Richardson didn't see. She no. is a werewolf. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor oh guy. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, that is a wrap uh to week three of Shacktober. Chris, this was a blast. Uh, <laughs> you know, we've had highs and lows. We had you on for the flash, it was very low. We had you on for this, it was slightly higher. Um, but uh where where do people find you out there? Yeah, uh again, thanks so much, guys, for having me on here. Uh I had a, I, I I mean, I'm I always love being on here and talking about just comics and everything geeky over here but you guys can find me at um at 1h1d we are we are on twitter at tc1h1d uh link tree i think it's link t dot l-i-n-t-r dot e-e at slash tc1h1d it's got all of our links to everything that we do on the internet so um yeah i will uh you know website chris Oh, you do link, link tree. Well, kind of like <laughs> we're part of the QTB network, so we, we kind of we have our we have our links there as well. So it's all link good. Tree, Jason, oh, good. We'll put it in the show notes. You yes. got it, Todd. Where do people find you talking about fantasy football and the like? <laughs> oh, um, you know, Threads is really where I'm spending most of my time now. Uh, at Secret oh. Friends, you basically it's actually Secret Friends Unite has its full Threads name, which is great, nice. and Tiaxtra on Threads as well. I'm still over on Twitter if you need to get stuff there, but it really is leading into Threads because I'm I'm worried that we're gonna start have to start paying uh, for that service, and I really don't want to. Well, I'm glad I at least have my name on Threads because you get it from Facebook, which is not actually my name. But on Threads, I'm uh, C3 Carpenter, spell out the uh, C3 part. I do stay kind of quasi-active over on X Twitter at the C3. When it goes away, it goes away. What am I going to do? Very also active on our Secret Friends Discord, which is a great place to talk all things all things geek. And it's available to everybody. Uh, as always, my lovely wife, April, and I do run the USS Grand Petoskey. That is one of the biggest chapters of Starfleet the international Star Trek fan club in the world. We are based here in West Michigan, um, but I actually run region 13, which is Michigan and Eastern Canada. So if you're a trekker within the sound of my voice, give a good Google to region 13 SFI and, or the USS Grand Petoskey drop me a note and happy to connect you with other trekkers. And with that friends, one more time, thank you for joining us. I tell you that sharing is caring to keep on trucking. Be the hero, not the villain in the truck. I saw the sign, it opened up my eyes. I, I saw, saw the sign. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.